Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The Telegraph. Telegraph. Podcasts. Hello and welcome to Brian Moore's Full Contact with The Telegraph. All to play for in the third and final test between the British and Irish Lions and South Africa. That The Springboks produced a much improved performance in the second test to beat Warren Gatlin's men. It was almost a complete reversal of the previous week. South Africa completely turned the game round in the second half, dominating the set piece, dominating the aerial duels and maintaining their discipline. Such was their dominance that the world champions must now be favourites to take Saturday's third test and claim the series. It was another busy afternoon for the officials, who sent two players to the Simbin, but could easily have sent a lot more and possibly issued red cards. Did Razia Erasmus's incredible one hour and two minutes uh, press conference midweek get into their head? We'll be discussing that and whether or not it had an impact on the game and if he is likely to see any action from World Rugby. As ever, we'll be answering your questions, including what changes you make from Saturday's second test team and what about the return, well, mooted at the moment, of the hugely influential Dwayne Vermeulen? And what about All Blacks coach Ian Foster, who, uh, well, he had some disparaging things to say about Saturday's game. Delighted to say, alongside me once again, former Springbok captain Bob Skinster. Deserve win for Springboks, no doubt about that. Uh, what do you make of the game, given the first half, you know, lasted an hour? Yeah, it was, it, was, it was long. Look, luckily I was enjoying it so much at the time. <laughs> the, the time went uh, went past very quickly. But um, I think you're right to deserved win for the Springboks. Um, I enjoyed the game. I thought the Lions were very good in the first half. You know, I'm not going to take away from that. They had a much um, much better performance in the first test, second half. We know that. But they started well. Um, and, you know, if I was going to look at... Uh, at at how the game ended, I really felt that South Africa almost mirrored what the Lions had done. They, yes, they, it, was a, it was almost a complete mirror. That's right. Anyway. They were getting... you know, if you had to pick out one element mm-hmm. for the box that it was the biggest improvement and the most influential improvement from the first test, mm. what do you think it would be? One element, look, it's a collective, but one element is that the bigger players stood up. I think, okay. I think that the big players, and, and, and you can name them, you know, Etzebeth, um, Khaleesi in particular, De Allende, De Klerk, Pollard, the big players in their one-on-ones really, really stood up and, and were counted. Um, were you disappointed um, about the Lions' performance? I mean, you talked about the first half. What about the second half? I think that it was a combination of the, of the Lions being disappointing. I think, I think a, a bit tired as well. Um, 
But I also felt that South Africa, you know, had the chokehold, they had the squeeze on, and and it just almost looked like whatever the Lions tried turned to naught. You know, they two or three times they had the ball they were going for, then their own knock-on. Or South Africa held up a mall and then kept the scrum. Or uh, South Africa nicked a line-out in the second half. I felt South Africa shored up the the line-out, which was a problem for them in the first half. And you know how difficult it is if you can't get your own ball at set-piece. And then, and then the scrum. And, and off that, they got the driving mall going. And exactly. All their momentum came from, from solid f- sort of first phase and set-piece dominance. I don't know if Gatland and his team purposely did this, but I felt that the Springboks forced the Lions to play the game that the Springboks wanted and weren't as good as. For me, the way in which... I think the Lions should have approached the first, second and third test. It hasn't changed. Hmm. I said it before the first test. I said it even with the win. I said it for the second. It's absolutely, absolutely paramount for the third. If they do not find a way to, not confuse, but to make the South African block defence have to guess where the point of contact is going to be. Hmm. So we're inside or outside, deep balls, balls, uh, you know, missed across. They are not going to get very far in those collisions, and they didn't. Yeah, you've got to, if, against this defense, it's a, it's a physical, in-your-face rush defense. If you don't keep them guessing, they're going to dominate you. You know what it's like. If, if, if someone can rush you to make you flick a, a, a quicker pass, which is a worse pass, every single time you got the ball, you need to have done something before. Either, like you said, a, man, a, a pass behind the back, maybe a double skip, maybe, maybe a, a grubber through, something like that. They used aerial kicks or tried to, tried to pass fast. There was, mm-hmm. there was no, not much more use than that. Uh, we'll get on to Razi Erasmus shortly, but what did you make of the uh, officiating, um, principally in the first half, but, you know, all round? Look, I, I, I felt that the referee was, was strict and in control of the game. He had a very good stern chat with, um, with, with both captains. I think about four or five minutes in, there was a bit of argy-bargy. Maybe a bit more, maybe about ten minutes in, and he said, "Listen, guys, we, we've, you know, people are taking the law into their own hands with this with this push shove. I'm very happy um, to send more people off. You know, we, we we don't need to do it like that. And and I think both captains listened and 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 tried to then play within the laws. I felt that, um, you know, we had a yellow card, which could easily have been a red. We we know that. To be honest, though, um, Cheslin Colby running back." wasn't able to get into the air because he was running around bigger. I think there was a mitigating circumstance which they spoke, you know, they spoke about on the field. They made their decision. I'd, I'm not sure I would have made exactly the same decision, but, you know, therein lies the rub. Um, the most important thing about the officiating is that they were deliberate and they were slow and they tried to get to the, the right result. I know a lot of people were frustrated that it made the game drag out longer, but I think the right result was achieved at the end I of the mean, day. I mean, look, that Van der Merwe trip, that was a card... Uh, the de Klerk shoulder hit on Murray. Vunapola's shoulder hit on Exabeth. Itoji on Dillendi's throat. This alleged biting, biting incident for which, actually, you can see someone has Sinclair around the head on the floor. Look, there were lots going on. Were you surprised there was only one sighting? I was, actually. I, I mean, I, you know, I saw three or four incidents from the South African perspective, and I saw three or four incidents from the Lions perspective. Yep. I'm quite glad that the coaching staff have... Look, biting for me is abhorrent. I, I got bitten in a, in a varsity match. Well, sorry, a touring varsity came over at Senemosh, 
and I've and I've had this thing against it, so I'm not a great judge. I, I don't I don't like that that involved in the game at all. So well, it's so, similar to gouging, isn't it? Oh, you know, absolutely. It's, 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 a, it's an unnatural. You know, punching like shouldn't happen, but we understand that. But, no, but those but, two are know, a bit. Just, two, two people yeah, punching, yeah. I can get it. You're, ne- you're not going to get two people gouging or two people biting yeah. themselves. I mean, for me, that's that's abhorrent. However, I, I think both management teams and both coaches actually said, you know, let's put our big boy pants on here. We don't want to get into a sighting war for three days. So the one incident that has been cited is a biting incident. I think the, le- the, the rest have been lef- left aside, and, and I'm, I'm glad about that. Well, I, I mean, this all came about, I mean, the South Africans said it was Gatlin's fault. He started it. To me, Gatlin made the very, made the very justified point that the... Uh, TMO should not have been put in that position because he's South African. Because this is what he's like. Conflicts of interest do not require any overt act to go wrong for people to make um, remarks and things to stick. Because people, whatever decisions were made, someone would always say, well, you did that because you're South African. Or you did that because you're South African and you were so desperate to prove that you weren't biased, that you went the other way. Mm. And so the, the truth is probably, almost certainly, he just made a decision. Mm. But these things are always capable of being twisted because you, you shouldn't put people in that position. It's yeah. unfair for him. The Erasmus video, people were saying, the defenders were saying, look, all he's trying to do is get consistency and what have you. And I said, well, if you want to talk about inconsistent refereeing, the better way to do it and make your point is to say, look, there's one there for the British and Irish Lions, there's one there for South Africa. They're the same, why they're different, but point on both sides. When it happens to be, I've got 26 incidents that just happen to be against South Africa, or I believe they are, that to me is not looking with clarity. It's subliminally saying, look at these things, because it could have been done a different way. I didn't know he's a bright guy, he knows what he's doing. And I, you know, I, I hope Warren Gatlin doesn't come out middle of this week and saying all these things went against the Lions. But, he, but given that World Rugby hasn't said anything, he would feel, per, I mean, he'd feel perfectly within his rights to, but we don't want that. Mm. And that's why I said about Razzle, I don't, I don't care whether Razzle Erasmus had loads of really good points. There are official channels to do this. And once you let people start doing that, where do you end? And this is what no one has been able to say to me who's been defending him. Where do you stop this? Because uh, what, what, you know, it's been conclusively proven on many, many studies that two people can look at footage of an incident and honestly come to completely, genuinely contradictory opinions. Yeah, I'm so sure that's true. So depending yeah. on where you, you know, what prejudices or, or what your background is or whatever, you know, for, and this is the same in every top game that's contentious, that's, that's played under intense conditions, that's played on the edge. I can say this, this, this. You can say that, 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 um, which is definitely my favour, definitely your favour. And there'll be a raft of ones in the middle where you'll say, no, it's that. And I'll say, no, it's not. No, it's not that. And we'll mm. both be saying, absolutely, genuinely, that's what I see. Mm. So if you go down this route, you only... Well, my point is this. What good does it do? What help is it? Well, I think um, contextually, you know, what good does it do for Rassi's cause? It it puts a it puts a, a seed of doubt in the referee's yep. mind. Look, and 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 I feel exactly the same as Rassi does. 
and probably exactly the same as you do for every team that you've ever played, that the ref is always an extra 5% for the opposition. You know what I mean? You, yeah, yeah. You've got that sort of th- – so if he, if, he, if he managed to tweak it a little bit and get some sway towards South Africa, then, then it's justified. Because it's a war. It's, it's, that's what these guys do for a living. Gats, gats with their stuff the week before. He didn't take, take the steps that Rassi did, but he instigated that melee, that, that, that war of words, which Rassi had to react to. Now, now Rassi's he's changed um, the, the way that South Africa were, I suppose, appreciated as a team in two or three days. And I'm not saying that this is the kind of thing you want to do each week. What I will say is that he does that analysis every week. It's never public, but he does that analysis every week, and so does Gats, and so does Gats' team, and so would have teams you played for, um, teams that I played for as well. And if you watch the video, Russ, he actually, I think he makes 27 points. He makes 26 Six. out of 27 good points. You know, and, and none, it's all up to be in South Africa's favour. Of course, exactly. So if Gats put his uh, video together <laughs> yeah, but and, and he had 26. Two or two of these? I mean, well, it's, it stopped with the test match on the weekend. But, but for me... The first test, the, the Lions got the rubber of the decisions. Yep. Second test, they didn't. But that's test rugby. I don't think that's anything to do, or it shouldn't be anything to do with pressure put one way or another. This is the way it goes. And the point is this for me. Even if the clerk had gone to the bin, even mm. if the Lions had been given a try, even if um, there'd been a, you know, a, a, a potential red card, I Look, in the end, South Africa were the better team. Mm. Now, you're you, right, can't, yeah. you can't say... Oh, well, with any certainty, um, if they'd be down to 14 men, we would have scored X, Y, Z. You might have done, you might not. But in the end, the overall feel that I got from the second test was the Lions were nowhere near. Mm. Nowhere near. In the first test... But Rusty didn't know that in the week. No, he didn't. But, but, this, but this is why you shouldn't allow these things, because these yeah. things just wash out. I know from the reaction I got, even on Twitter, that in South Africa, the vast majority of people are saying, good on you, Rusty, you know, this needed saying. What I didn't understand was the people making racial comments, um, uh, uh, racial discrimination comments about um, um, Sia Khaleesi and saying, well, you mean the referee is prejudiced against your black players, but not against the Lions black players? Don't understand that, really. But I mean, look, he's gone down well in South Africa. He's his stance, isn't it? Russies or Sia's? Yeah, Russies. Uh, look, I, th- I mean, I think... The video was made to, you know, a sort of a rugby noise type podcast chat was, <laughs> was, 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 he was the guy asking the questions and that was where the video was made. I think he did make some good points. I don't think that people want to sit through that kind of analysis week in and week out and you make a good point. What I will say is that I think the officiating was better. I think the officiating was crisper, and I think although the game took longer, I think the, the right results were, were reached um, at the end of, of that game. If Russi was responsible for 5% of that, then fantastic. You know, I think Gats has, has influenced referees and um, world rugby over the years, and, and Russi would like to and long may it continue. I don't think we need to um, absolutely pick apart what happened in the past. It's now one all, and we've got a we've got a final for me final test. Do you think World Rugby will will, will take any action? Well, about what? Well, I mean, from from my point of view, and I said this, I don't think any coach, Gatland, Erasmus, anybody pre-game should be saying anything. If you want to make a point, no, but no, but hang on, Brian, you you can't say that 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 coaches haven't been because from Woodward. All the way through to 
to the uh, to Harry Fulham. Coach has been talking about referees in yeah. the week. It happens at Super Rugby. It happens at Premiership yeah. level. Well, I mean, I would, every I would, week. I would, I would stop it because because referees. But that's a bigger that's 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 a bigger argument. I think it is. It is a big argument. But that's what you know. That's that's my stance. Do you think anything is going to happen midweek from either of these coaches mm. uh, in in similar vein? Mm, I, I don't know. I, th- I think we're going to see um, the teams announced quite early, probably probably uh, Tuesday evening. They'll, they might try and sink it so they don't have they don't have a chance <laughs> okay. to to react. Um, but besides that, I think they'll be they'll be both sitting, assessing, trying to work out where they can get some leverage, some advantage, and and we might see something Thursday or Friday. We might have a a, a conversation. Maybe World Rugby bring something out. But World Rugby don't want to jeopardise this huge spectacle of of you know fantastic sort of gamesmanship between the teams etc etc just because of what's happened off the field I think they, they want these tests to be played and they want a, a quality result who's got more problems well I, I think it's to be honest it's 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 a question of of how you see it like Rassi Erasmus has got less personnel However, his personnel stood up more on this weekend. He, he's, it looks like he's, he's struggling with Peter Steff de Toy. I don't think he's going to make it. I, I, and, and I can only react to sort of what I'm getting as word on the street. Dwayne Vermeulen has joined the squad, but Dwayne Vermeulen's been out for seven weeks with an ankle injury. So, Because um, for me, with, with Dwayne Vermeulen, with any player actually, mm. he's an honest guy, you know, and it's same as Alan Wynne-Jones. You have to ask him, Mate, can you actually play yeah, properly? Yeah, yeah. Because if you pick someone, no, I don't care how influential they are. When you're on the field, you're expecting the guy next to you to do the job you know he can do and you mm-hmm. think he's going to do. Mm-hmm. If he's eighty-five percent and one of the end down, that's not good enough because he won't be where you think he should be. Yeah, he won't be doing what you think he should be doing. So it's a really important, you know, for me. If if he can do that, even if it's for half an hour, well, and I would play him if he. If he is fit to play early, because you never know, he might he might drag himself to forty or fifty, mm-hmm. which would be a huge bonus, mm-hmm. um, rather than bring him on later. But he has to be in that sort of shape, doesn't he? Brian, that's so well said. I mean, you, 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 I think you mentioned a couple of weeks ago about that relationship between Alan Wynn and Gats, and and they had to be they had to be honesty. I played with a, a loose forward, Corne Cricher, who was a an, an incredibly physical um, and and and. Is re- he the one that hit doors? Um, <laughs> did he hit Dawson? I, th- I think he he tried to hit Dawson. I think he might. Well, have, no, that could might, be anyone. That could be yeah, anyone. <laughs> we all tried to hit Dawson, <laughs> didn't we? Um, no, but but we we played in a Super Rugby game, and he actually he broke his jaw in a warm up game. So he'd been he had his jaw wired shut for for ten weeks before he came out and played literally with zero contact with it and played a game for us. And you know we were all sort of holding. Thumbs that he might make it twenty minutes, and we had a. He was he was man of the match. He he just played on pure adrenaline and pure energy. So yeah. I think that's what Alan Wynn's been doing. I think Dwayne might be able to do something like that. But I agree with you. If you do want him in the squad, remember he's been brought into the squad because next week South Africa are playing Argentina. Yeah, you know, straight into the rugby championship. Yeah, it yeah. just it doesn't get any easier, does it? So what about the other? Who has been called up as well? Been another... J- Jaden Hendrickson, yeah. which is a, a scrum half out of the Sharks camp. Yeah. Um, very very good young player, but very very you know wet behind the ears. Um, and I think. 
I, I was very pleased for Yankees. He played very well in his in his twenty minutes or so after after um, Fuff had had to go off. So I'd be very comfortable with him starting. I think you get less with him than you do with Fuff with a kicking game, but he's more snipey and and he might make a. But Hendricks has been probably the star performer in in the domestic competition. But that's my point. The Lions have got players oozing quality in the squad already. They haven't all been part of the the mix mm-hmm. because of selection, but. You know, let's just say you turned around and you said to Lewis Reese Samet, you know, come and play a test match. Would he be out of out of his depth? Not a chance. You know, the next player for South Africa would probably be slightly out of his depth because we don't have four countries to pick from in this. Let's let's talk about the Lions then. There's no reason for South Africa, and they won't, change what they're doing because that's what they're good at, that's what and we've seen when they do it properly, not only is it very effective, you might not like it as a, as a form of play, but it, it, it not only um, produces results for you. What people don't understand is when, and we've partially touched on this, players who don't normally make mistakes suddenly make mistakes. That's because they're being rushed. Mm. That's because they don't have room. That's a lot of time. Pressure. Or they're looking mm-hmm. for things. And that's what the South African game does to you. Yeah. It, it doesn't have to be that they score tries, they force you into doing things you don't necessarily want to do or do normally. So they won't change. But the Lions, I, I come back to this. I, I, for me, there are several things. Um, at least on the bench, I can't see the point in having Owen Farrell come on for Dan Bigger. I, I, it's the same sort of thing. I, I, you know, Smith, if Russell was there or Smith, at least you've got some different options. Uh, the Lions centre partnership has just not worked. And you know what? Over the years, it's been a, a, a centre partnership which has cracked open defences. Yes. We saw it with O'Driscoll in the early days. We've 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 seen how when when um, when Tulangi played when Tulangi played and and played well when O'Driscoll was dropped. It was still yep. the centres who yep. made the break. Yep. Um, and I think, you know, even Jerry Guska dropping the goal in 97, like there has been so much done by the centres, whereas they've been very quiet this tour. You know, I would go, look, I don't think at this stage there's a centre partnership that's either been tried um, or, you know, might play for the first time, which you can say is going to give you more than you know that Bundiaki and Henshaw, because whatever, whatever they do or don't do, mm. it's known. So, and, and they're solid or whatever, and you can augment that outside with runners and decoy runners. But to me, to take another chance on another pairing, seems to me when you've got a pairing which has got, I don't know how many caps, 30 odd, 30 odd times together? Together, yeah. It, it makes no sense to me to do that. I think, I think they're going to have to go with that. I, I think Harris was, a, was, a, was, a, was a, a good sort of chance at selection. He played very well in the midweek games, but he didn't have test match level centres against him. So, yeah. And he's big and he's strong and he could get over the advantage line. Nor I don't, he played I, in the same combinations exactly. and with the same fly halves and the same back three and, and all these things. I, I, I mean, Dan Bigger, I, I was astonished when I was told this, but he only made three passes. That's extraordinary. I didn't, I didn't know that. Well, I, mean, I didn't I, know it was possible, but, um, but he made three passes. I, I, wow. I, and, and he's got a great passing game. I no, mean, he's, no, got he's a, absolutely right. Yeah. He, he must have played what, what he felt was in front of him or, or what he felt was per, per the instructions. But if you said that to me just as a stat before the game, mm. um, I would say, unless your kicking game is absolutely spot on and your aerial game is, 
to play like that against South Africa, you're not going to win because that, that's what they do. Well, that's what they're hoping you do. That's yeah. what the, 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 you know, the Ireland team that peaked in 2018, you know, beat the All Blacks. That was as far as they could go with that precision game under Schmidt. Mm-hmm. And then they found it won't unlock the very best teams generally because you need more. Well, they, they, they that's what that's what that sort of game is. It, to me, unless you are perfect, South Africa are better than you at these. So I can't see the point in doing it. I just can't. You know, the the, the back three struggle a bit on Saturday. You know, I still, your Lane Williams, Josh Adams, I, I. Do you think? Remember, there were seven changes that Gats made on the last tour yep. to open it up. I think, or Australian game. Yep. Um, He's quite do, capable do, of doing do, that. Do you think yeah. he might do as many well, as that? I, I think I think he might do, because he's got to be. And again, I come back to this. You know, Conor Murray has got very great strengths, but I'm not sure those are the ones that, that, that are likely to unlock South Africa. I think Price, with his sniping, is more likely to unsettle them. At fly half, absolutely no problem with bigger, even in an attacking sense or whatever. But. The ambition has to be there and the options outside him have to be there. And that includes the wingers doing more work. That includes the dummy runners being there to give him, to give him uh, options and a centre partnership, which when all else fails, you've got Aki who can take the ball forward. And, you know, and we know what Henshaw can do uh, as well. So I, th- that has to be sorted out because that's the, you know, when you come away from the set piece, 9-10, 12-13, it all goes from there. Whichever one makes the break, whichever one makes the play, whichever one makes a kick, it's there. And you get that bit right, then what's a, you know, back three are waiting for misplaced kicks. Well, exactly. And, they, and they're scrambling with ball behind them and, and, and sort of trying to make something out of nothing. I feel sorry for the back three because they've hardly got the ball in space at all. Yeah. Um, look, up, and, and actually, that's it. Both, both teams. You know, up front, I think in the first test, the, the bench things, because it was a bench situation, you know, Vodipola did, did okay, but starting is a different matter because the, the, the mindset is different. And it's not just the front row, you've got the second rows and, and whatever, they're, they're in the game. So I, I think you probably have to pick the best scrimmage at Lucid, which is not Mako. Um, um, Furlong will stay there. I, I, the, 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 the hookers have been average. You know, from what we know, from what we know, they can do. I don't think they've excelled. They, they've excelled. I don't think they've come anywhere near what we've seen of them um, in in the past. So, you've got a situation all round for me. There are question marks about the set pieces, the lines. Now they're not insurmountable, and they only need parity. But they've got to get that at least, um, because uh, as we see with the box, you go you go down in the scrum and they'll do you. You go down in the line-out and let their driving game get forward and everything flows off that, the confidence and so on, you know, and, and they simply have to front up in that regard. Now, do you take the back row? Detroit will be a big miss if their Vermeulen if comes in will be a, a huge plus. Do you take them on the parent or do you have someone like a Simmons who is a quicker runner and you've got to play a different way? Now, to me, it's a big, it's a, it's a calculated gamble but I can't see at the moment with the momentum that South Africa have got an increased fitness and increased um, game, you know, game and training time together because people appreciate they've been coming in dribs and drabs and now they're starting to bear. You can see things are working better. Mm-hmm. They're going to be better. I have grave doubts about whether the Lions can play that sort of game again 
and win. And, and to me, if you're going to go down, you might as well go down on different terms and 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 and, and do something. Go down which, swinging. Well, well, yeah, swinging in not, li- not yeah, literally. Yeah, not, li- not literally. All <laughs> it might be required, but but you know, posing questions. Don't mm. you know? Don't I? Yeah. Because because in the in the past few years, I've only seen New Zealand, and that was in the um, the pool stages of the World Cup. You beat South Africa, and they didn't do it by wrestling with them. They did it by by the the number of balls they got that they were able to move at speed yeah. and making most away of them from away the away from the contact. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen anyone beat them, you know, in a, in an arm wrestle. No, you're right, and 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 I th- the, you probably have got it spot on with the strategy that might work now. Will they have the guts and the wherewithal to change their tactics in five days? You know, I, th- I think I think they I almost think they have to. But I'm not sure how South Africa will react. Your point, if Peter Steff de Toy is out and Dwayne Vermeulen's fit, then put Dwayne Vermeulen straight in because it's almost like for like. You know, you can still have two loose forwards on the bench covering and you can put Mostert, who I thought was outstanding Mostert, in the yeah, game. Yeah, he was outstanding, yeah. You know, uh, on the blind side, if Vermeulen does 40 minutes. you know, And after that, you had, you've got four line-out options of six foot five plus and, and they really shored that back they had a six-man line-out and they won everything they even won a couple of the Lions balls yep. so I think so however I think the South African um, mindset is please try and spread it around try and spread it around because then we've got less of the physical stuff and we can go for longer you know and if you do if you can't get outside Lacanio Am you know, you, you've got those those big backs coming in and the, and the well, pressure look, play, defense. Playing with that, you, you're going to make targets, but the, but yeah. it's for you then to have the decoy runners and the yes, and the subtlety yes. to to pull people on. And say, right, you know, I'm the target, but by the way, the ball's just gone. Yeah. Why don't we do some questions? Because uh, these questions are going to raise points which we would have raised. One from Ben Shearer, the All Blacks head coach Ian Foster. He said. Both teams are scared to play. Why are they even playing? And really, you know, what's so serious at stake? They can't just go out and play good rugby. This is a this tour won't be remembered for who won, um, but for how atrocious it's been on and off the field. Um, bit of stirring from the All Blacks. Uh, you you go first, then I'll go. Well, I mean, look, I think Ian Foster's a, a fantastic coach. I've I've got tremendous respect for how he manages the. The attack all, all the way through his career, he's, he's been a guy who's got you know big, strong, exciting backline players to play with. Right now, both these teams have got big forward packs and you know backline players who haven't necessarily had the ball, you know, let alone for eighteen months of COVID. But but because the forwards have been holding it. Um, apparently, he also said you know it put him to sleep. Well, perfect. If he missed the match, and that's great. <laughs> that's better preparation for us. But the I, I think here uh, that the comment is more. They look scared to play. I think it's not about scared to play. It's about tactically, this is a game of not making mistakes as opposed to a game of let's go willy-nilly and hope that one of these tries sticks. Both of these teams really ran the ball when they had penalty advantage Mm -hmm. because they knew that then you could spread and you could see the skills. In fact, both the South Africa's tries came under penalty advantage. Mm -hmm. You know, beautiful little chip kicks, both of them. Um, And they broke the opposition twice, one with Colby and and one with Vili LaRue, but under penalty advantage. And obviously that's all because it's very, very, um, you know, it's very much a don't make too many mistakes. Yeah, Enshaw's disallowed try was penalty advantage as well. Yes. Um, I'll tell you what, just as a general point, 
For about 80 years, when New Zealand used to mother everyone up front, no one ever said from New Zealand, uh, sorry, but we're playing a forward game oh, and kicking the ball. They just did, and then said to everyone else, listen, if you're not good enough to match us, don't whinge. Just get good enough to win. Never apologise for that sort of thing. Remember play. the driving, years and years the driving and years. line out from, yeah. from the halfway I know, line? I know, So, you know, I take that with a bit of salt. I do take the fact that, they, that their game has, has moved forward tremendously, probably more than any other teams, um, because they are very innovative in terms of personal skills. And I do believe that is the way forward. But, you know, I just go back to, to this. The best way for them to win is to play that type of game. It isn't for South Africa until they get safe or mm. until they get on the front foot. And, and the Lions at the moment, I don't think are doing what they, should, they, they need to do, which is, is take more chances. Yeah. So, you know, I, but, but Brian, I will say, tongue-in-cheek here, <laughs> there was zero complaints about the style of rugby after a good Lions win in no, the first no, week. Absolutely. Yeah, completely. Yeah. <laughs> OK, let's... Um, let Tom, uh, Tom Studham, lots of complaints about the quality of the Lions South Africa from an entertainment point of view. Um, do you think this is the opinion of the casual fan or a reflection on test match rugby when compared to the type of rugby played, for example, in the Premiership at the moment? Look, I have to say, I have to say here that I think that the semi-final and final of the Premiership were two of the finest rugby matches I've ever watched. That is box office stuff. That's going to stop your kids going to the movies. Yep, yep. It's going to make them go to rugby games. And you know the, the ch- principal architect of that for Holoquins is on this tour. Yes. So you deduct what I think about who they should be playing <laughs> from that. And I think, I think he's an outstanding player. And if you're going to roll the dice, why don't you roll them properly? The, the other thing is this. Um, from January, when Quins were nowhere... And everyone was saying, well, no directive, but what, what the hell are we going to do? They picked it up gradually through the season and played and played mm. and through to that. To me, the, the, the line should have started with that and been a continual process throughout the midweek games. Which is what they did in 97. Yes, into this. Very different to try and do it for one test game. I yeah. think they're going to have to. Um, but this is the difference between test, test match rugby. You don't have... For you know, you don't have thirty games mm. a season. Yep. No, you're right. So, um, and the and whatever people say, the pressure is different. It is just a little bit quicker, just a little bit more powerful, just a little bit quicker reactions, just a little bit more talent. But in aggregate, that's a lot. Well, I mean, I, I often say to fans, it's like. The style of rugby, the, 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 the flair, the spirit of rugby, fantastic, okay? Outstanding, I get the concept. It doesn't win tournaments, just ask France. Yep. You know? And unfortunately, what, what happens here, this is a war of attrition. Yep. We will see these teams. You'll watch the rugby championship where you've got a home and an away game. Guys will be scoring long-range tries. The All Blacks in Australia and South Africa have scored the most magnificent tries. And Argentina of late, big, strong running backs. This is a game where people are saying, do not put a foot wrong. Yeah. You know, it's almost like when, when, when two very good t- tennis players can play with the flair because they've got 15 years of, of fighting the pressure. When you have, yep. you know, lower down the ranks, you freeze up. You don't want to go for the, the forehand down the line just in case it's one centimeter out because this is your only chance against the bigger. And, and, and I really feel that that's the pressure that's created a, a relatively dour but intense yep. upfront match. Uh, one from Cameron. Much has been said of the Lions not having effective practice uh, games in the warm-up games, 
particularly when using different combinations, would playing players that are incredibly familiar with each other's games help and against this? Price, Russell, Farrell, Daly. Well, for start off, it depends on they're available. Um, but I've mentioned one um, such combination, which I don't think has been tried on this tour, the, the, the Aki and uh, Henshaw one, mm-hmm. which for the reasons I've already said, I think whatever pluses or minuses you've got is better than the experiments that have gone there. And I, 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 it, isn't, it isn't necessarily a case for me, uh, Cameron, um, the familiarity. Because I tell you what, the familiarity within a national team or within a club team is not the same as when you're in an alliance team. Mm. You know, because other people are doing different things as well. You're right. You need everyone. The, 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 when, you, when Bob's been talking about the um, semi-final and the final of the premiership, if you look at the way the Quinns team in, in total played, it, it's not just the players who are making the instant plays that you see. There are all sorts of running lines and so on that people are taking because they know they're familiar. And, and that doesn't necessarily happen even with the particular units that you think are familiar nationally. So um, it can help, but it is still different. One from Paul. Do you think a Northern Hemisphere referee will have a larger impact on the game with some of the head uh, contact collisions um, rather than um, the, uh, the way it seems to be refereed in, in the Southern Hemisphere? Because Mathieu Reynaud uh, is the referee for the French referee mm. uh, on, on Saturday. Look, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a good question. I, I, I think um, for me, head contact, shoulder or arm to head contact is, is a lot worse than a... You know, t- two guys going towards each other where your heads are the same height, and 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 it's a glancing blow. Like a, you often see a bleeding nose or a cheek or whatever. That person is not trying to headbutt the other person. They, they've it's gone bad tackling technique. It's, it's bad tackling technique. Okay, so for me that that is it's more likely to be a penalty or a yellow. Um, I'm not sure. You know, in in all the way across Super Rugby and, and Premiership, anyone lifted off the ground has been an immediate yellow card. The Southern Hemisphere guys didn't didn't give that on uh, against Hamish Watson. So we'll, I saw Mathieu Ranel come in from the the um, the touch judge role and have quite an influence on this game on the weekend. So he's obviously very confident. He's he's, he's got belief in his own ability. I think he'll run a good game. He'll prepare with the others like they all do because it's a it's a team of adjudicators. It's not just one referee. People often forget that you know they, because they don't hear. Um, what's coming in from the uh, assistant referees? Oh, it's it's it's, it's all. And it's I mean, constant. It's constant, and and they have to. You know, you you need as many eyes as you can on the game. They want to. The whole idea of referees. Someone said to me, "Oh, um, you know, I wish the referees would just stay out of the game and and not." And I said, "No, because it. I mean, this is a full contact, dangerous game. And and look at the respect between the players but and the referees. This is not football. The reason you can't do that is if you do that and there's a free for all, it'll oh. be a complete mess. Absolutely. The best games are the ones where the referees and the, and the officials, if anything, are slightly harder mm-hmm. than they should be in the first 20. Yep. Everyone sorts it out. And, and then, they, and then they almost disappear, but, yeah. but they've got this presence exactly. where the game doesn't run out of control. You're right. Yeah. Look, I mean, I've seen in the past few weeks some things that have happened in the Southern Hemisphere which haven't attracted um, cards or sightings. And I've thought, I can't believe that's not been the subject of some sanction. I hope it's just... Um, ones that have been missed. I hope it's not a general thing because you've got to remember, you know, the tip tackle. There was a more God almighty row about the tip tackle. No, it's not even contentious anymore. Mm. 
you know, because they got it right. Because nobody does it. No, no, well, and nobody does it. And when it does happen, everyone's, oh, you know, everyone knows what it is. So the same has got to be there mm. for the, the, the head collisions. And I tell you why. Because it's not, I don't, I mean, I can write and commentate and, and pontificate on whatever happens on the field. It's not my career. You know, players mm-hmm. are talking about limited careers, the match is getting harder. Well, they've got responsibility not to, not to, you know, to try each other in ways which, which potentially wreck theirs Absolutely. and other people's careers. Yeah, They're well the people said. on the field. I can't do anything about mm-hmm. it. And whatever, whatever anyone says, because I have kids who play mini rugby and I see what happens on Sundays, you, you, you cannot say there is not an influence because it is. They all watch it and they all... Not if they, they don't ape necessarily, but they think, well, that happened on... Why can't I do that? You know, even, even if it's inadvertent. So you, and you cannot get over the fact that people are watching this thinking, I've got um, a boy or a girl here. Do I want them to play football or cricket or rugby or basketball? Let's have a see. Oh, that one, they could get, you know, head injuries. This one um, could get a multi-million pound contract for that, you know, things like that. So you can't disassociate these things. Mm-hmm. And people, you know, I'm sick of people just taking one view, game's going soft and whatever. It's not going soft. You've, there are wider concerns here. And, and I just come down to this. What, what does it take away from the game if you don't do it this way? You can do it lots of other ways. You could still, if you want to bezel people, you can still do it very cleanly and hard, you know, with a conventional tackle. You don't need to do this. Yeah, absolutely right. I think uh, as long as they, they maintain the control of the game and the players are policing their own, you know, physicality and it doesn't take away from the, the physical contest, you're 100% right. And I think it should be a good example to young kids that, that there, there, there are boundaries and you don't cross them. Time for the predictions. Sorry, I know what you're going to say, go on. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I, th- I, I think South Africa, if, if everything goes according to plan, should have enough. I think the game will be closer to the first test. I don't think South Africa will run away with it. The Lions have got too much at stake, too much pride, too much effort, too much time and energy has gone into this tour to just fall away. I don't think they'll flake away. I am going to make a prediction of South Africa by six because I think that we might see a slightly different team. And it is really hard to put a to put a, a test match team together in five or six days. My head very strongly now says that South Africa are not huge huge favourites, but they are appreciably favourites for me. The Lions' chance to take the series, I think, was the first two games. Third test on a tour, as you probably know, is difficult. And you know, I, I, people are going to call call me out on this and say you're talking nonsense, but I'm not. The reason is this. On the first two tests, you don't think about packing or where you're going to go home or who's going to meet you at the airport. And I tell you what, before a third test, you've got to face all these things. You've got 20, 20% you, more admin in be, your life. Yes. You're right. And, and there's nothing, there is a big difference between actively having to forget something and not having to consider it at all in the first place. So true. And so you've got this, and your wife will be, are you going to be there with kids? Don't blink. But they have to call you because you've got to deal with it. And so all these things are there, and you're. You try not to deal with it, and you and you do say to yourself, "No, forget about that." But it's you have not, it's not a it's not a one foot in the plane. No, it's a no. it's a other people's admin exactly that needs to be dealt with. You're and right. so you've got that, 
Um, and, and you'll put it out of your mind, but it's been there. And it's just the third test is historically proven for, on, on all sorts of touring teams to be really difficult to win. And off the back of the way it went in there, and off the back of um, there still being selection problems in the sense that don't really know, uh, to me, exactly what the, the combinations are that you'd like um, in very vital areas. I think South Africa appreciable favourites. I, I probably, well, I don't want this to happen, obviously. I'm a British Lion two, two times. I want the Lions to win. If I was putting money on it, I, I wouldn't be far off what, what you're going to say, a converted score you know, either way. The good thing is this, though, and I, I think you probably agree, it is not any result, but win, lose or draw for either team, is not beyond possibility. So we've yeah, at least got that there. That's yeah, so true. I, I think it's all still to play for. I promise you, one misstep, like you said, maybe a yellow card or a red card will affect it. I hope not. Maybe it's, maybe it's an individual performance. Maybe someone... Well, I you tell know, you, it'd be much better if it was, wouldn't it? Exactly. <laughs> maybe somebody comes in and, and you know, does a, an intercept and a 50-metre dash and, and scores a try and suddenly South Africa are you know, 11-0 down at, at halftime as opposed to a 6-3, etc. And then they're chasing the game and the Lions can squeeze them out. I, th- I think all possibilities are still on the table. Well, that's all we have time for this week on Brian Moore's Full Contact with the Telegraph. Huge thank you to my co-host, Bob Skins. I'll tell you, it's been great to have Bob here for the direct opposite point of view, from a South African point of view, over the whole thing. Uh, we'll be back uh, with Bob next week to review, um, review everything. If you've enjoyed this episode, why not register and check out some of our previous episodes? And if you're looking for some further insight into what it's like to prepare for a Lions Test match against the box, Check out our mini-series, Brian's Lines, and I sat down with those who've been there, done that. What it's like to win, what it's like to lose on a uh, Lions tour down the years. I'd like to see Ian McGeekin, Simon Shaw, Alex Corbisiero, and as well as the spring captain, John Schmidt, about what it's like to face the Lions. Just a reminder, please check out our short documentary, the former Lions and Scotland player, Doddy Weir. Most of you will remember Doddy from his playing days of Scotland and the Lions in '97. But you'll also probably know that he has been a tireless fundraiser working to find a cure for motor neurone disease, which unfortunately he's got. It was a disease that took um, uh, Jus van der Vestesen. Five years into that, still uh, fighting it, still, you know, reasonably um, um, compass mentis. Uh, wish him all the best. There's a short link to the documentary, which you can watch on YouTube. It's in the show notes below. I'll be back next week alongside Bob. Well, one of us will be crowing and the other one won't. It's as simple as that. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.